There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Chances are we're going to cheat on the mortgage a little bit, right? We're probably going to replace it, refinance it, do other things. And I'll give you a great example. Right now, mortgage rates are definitely higher than they were a year ago. But we have programs to combat that, like our interest rate rewind program. For the first year, your rate will be two full points lower than today's rate. Year two will be a full point lower. And then hopefully by then, rates have come down. And at thehomeloanexpert.com, we will refinance you with no fees into that lower rate to keep that payment nice and low. So we've got a lot of tools that we can help homeowners to combat these higher interest rates. And most importantly, we'll just try to lock you in on the right day. Thinking about buying a house? Let's talk. It all starts today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Hey, if you like the morning after, check out Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. HD1, by the way. It's sports talk with Tim McKernan and Action Jackson from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. each weekday, right after the morning after. It's the worst name show in the history of radio, but the content's pretty good, so check it out on 101 ESPN or get the podcast on the TMA app. Well, let's put our golf where our mouths are. Now, the Ryan Kelly morning after. KPN-TFM HD2. Ryan Kelly, morning after. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. Come on in, friends. It's the Michelob Ultra Studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. And, Doug, the field of 64 has been set for the Michelob Ultra Fan Page Club Championship, oh, now named the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. I have nearly all of the handicap indexes. Let me, uh, I'm going to read all 64 players' handicaps and you can give me your reaction. That would be great, Mike Francesa. <laughs> <laughs> See, I am missing one Joseph Paul. Joseph Paul. Oh. Other than that, I have all 64 uh, in there. And so now we're going to, we're, uh, we're going to uh, meet at uh, Log Cabin and. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and do the brackets. 64. So there'll be a Plowhawk bracket, a Jackson bracket, Nagy bracket, and a Timothy Michael McKernan bracket. Nice. Uh, of course, you don't want to be in that one. And uh, and then, Doug, we'll just we'll start on April 30th, and all 64 players will be there. What are you guys doing at KMOV for it? How are you? Nothing. Doing, doing weather. <laughs> Probably. We just went over that. <laughs> Doing weather. There'll be no coverage. <laughs> I think it's a miss, but uh, yeah, that, it should be fun to see. There are some low. There's a, there's a number of scratch players in this event this year. A lot of single digit players. Uh, not many handicaps above twenty. As a matter of fact, I think Stephen Wildwood might be. Now there's another guy. Two only two of the sixty four 
three of the 64 above 20 handicaps. Uh, your reaction, Doug? Well, there's a lot of people that are going to cheat <laughs> if they can, I'm sure, because winning is the most important thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like, I do like it. It's match play, because for the player that's not very good, he's, who is inevitably going to have a couple of sevens and eights on his card, that's correct. Still has a shot. Absolutely. But, but the problem, is, and I, lo- I love the format. But when you run into a player like a Chris Heck... Oh, the defending champion who I really think... I think this guy is a dangerous force to repeat. And when you're dealing with length like that in all conditions that Gateway gives you, I mean, it's hard even getting... I, I remember getting a couple bogeys thinking, okay, net pars. Yeah. And he's getting birdies and pars. Yeah, and, and, and so it, it's tough when you get to those style of players. Overall, I love the format, playing all in one day. You ran into a buzzsaw, Plowhawk, and I was bearing witness to it. <clears throat> and I, But couldn't be a better guy. Couldn't root for him harder. He is a great uh, guy. Chris, Chris Heck, the best. His birthday was, I think, yesterday, two days ago. So I oh, was it? Well, when it gets down to crunch time, pressure time, the guy who's a really good player is far more likely to continue to play his game than the schlepper who's a 15 handicap. He's, oh, my God, i got to make this two-foot putt. Then yeah. it's, it's different. It's hard if you're not very good to, to perform under pressure. Uh, Joseph Paul, boy, you, you, you call out somebody. Uh, I wasn't calling him out. I was just asking for his handicap, and he DM'd me within seconds. Doug, he's a 4.7. Uh, oh, Come wow. on. We're the 18s up in the piece, man. I don't know. I would say it seems like the average handicap. Oh, hell, I can do it. I got it in a spreadsheet so I can give you the average handicap right here. This is fun. 12.2? I'm going to take the over on that, but okay. that might be wrong. Iggy, what do you think the average handicap is of the Fan Page Club Championship field? 64 golfers. Only two in the 20s, Tim said. I don't know if you were Three, three in the 20s. Three got a few scratches. I'll say... 13.4. Doug, would you like to venture a guess? Oh. The average, not the median, okay? I'll say 11.5. It's 11.4. No oh, way. Was it really? right. You've been studying these. I haven't You've been. been. You looking. just listed off a whole bunch of low handicap guys. Yeah, that's pretty. When you, once you get the scratch and four, that eliminates mm-hmm. the 20 real quick. Iggy, do you think it, it's better to just randomly pick the brackets, or should we seed? And when I say seed, I mean seed. Oh, brother. Uh, I think random. I okay. think random's where it's at. Random's where it's at. So you could, I mean, you could wind up having, you know, PGA Pro Dan and Will Basler going heads up yep. in the first round. It's just what the luck of the draw is, or lack thereof. If it's random, nobody can claim I got screwed. Thank you put me you. up against somebody to get rid of me. But if it's a net event, there's no such thing as getting screwed. You know what I mean? It's net. Theoretically, well, everybody's a zero. <laughs> Theoretically, and yeah. I want to emphasize that theoretically. <laughs> you know. Like what I did a couple years ago is I put. Double-digit handicaps on one side and the single-digit yeah, on the other side. And then did. So you had a 20 playing a 17, a 20 playing a 15, a, you know, 18 playing a 12, whatever. That's probably a good way to do it. The but, good players would probably rather play with other good players. And that way, if you get to the finals, you're going to have single-digit against a pretty high handicap. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Paul says, can I get an apology from Iggy? For what? Uh, <laughs> this Joseph Paul has really gotten under our skin yeah. today. First, he didn't come up with a handicap, then he responded too quickly to it, and now he's taking pot shots at Are we going to use our first alternate already? <laughs> oh, I already had to go into a couple. Cut him. <laughs> Cut him. I mean, what am I apologizing for? Nothing. Joseph, uh, I wasn't even in here. We'll replace him. Don't worry. Guys, I think you guys should change the format and have the fan pin play each other to get the chance to play one of you guys. Once you guys get knocked out, it seems like the interest in the tournament plummets. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Yeah, that's probably right. It is important to have 
members of the dais in it. I was really pulling for the Plowhawk last year, and Iggy. I mean, when you Iggy made a run. Yeah, well, he lost in the first round. Oh, yeah. I made a run though. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you didn't. Tim was the one that made the run. Sorry. Yeah, but then I forfeited. Well, then you had a couple foot. That whole bracket was forfeits, wasn't it? Wasn't there like? That's why you were so critical of the Loomster's appearance in the final four. It's a a strong tournament when more more people would rather just bow out than play their own. Yeah, Loomster played one match in like a month and a half, and he's like all of a sudden in the semis. It's like what is going on? I I think Chris Heck had a forfeit in the semifinals. That guy was yeah, it was smart. you, wasn't it? No. no, I forfeited. uh, I think Loomster would have been in my bracket. Maybe I forfeited to him. Somebody else. Mike Suddeth. Mike Suddeth, Doug. Mike Suddeth, Doug. Who did I lose okay. to in the first round? Doug, anybody. You were next to me. We played yeah, together. Who was it could have been anybody. You, I remember playing with you and KG in O-Town one year. Well, I think I beat him like 7-6. I don't know that you did. Well, I think I did. I don't think you could again. Wasn't yeah. there a guy who messed up on his handicap and was really a 20 but played as like a 3? <laughs> right, that did happen. <laughs> That's great. I hope that, that was again. Bob Truman. Oh. What a nice guy to say, hey, I'll play as a three. He got That nine, Fred eight. Friedman guy's back, and he's a 1.3. Really? I just don't, I don't understand. Like, you can't be a one point, you cannot be a 1.3 and shoot 85 from the white tees at Gateway. It just, it, it's, it can't happen. It's not in the bell curve possibility. Well, it was a lot of pressure playing with me. <laughs> oh, he was starstruck, you yeah. think. I said, I said he just hit, hit the ball It's just like good. you can't be a 20 and shoot even, you know. Well, I mean, you can by by the gin app. You theoretically can be. You just wind up in the river at the end of the round. Yeah, you're right. Uh, KG Notown with a statement. I have to admit, Iggy absolutely railroaded me that year, and I blame Cam. Oh, Cam Jansen was ca- is caddying for oh. him, I think. Was caddying for who, you or him? I think he caddied for KG and O-Town, or did he caddy for Iggy? No, you had the... Stoneface. Oh yeah, the girl with the icy demeanor no, and smile, and yet somehow people still owe her money. Not money, please. <laughs> no, that wasn't that year. Oh, um, I, I don't know who I had. I would have had nobody because Cletus was playing. Everybody played that first day, so Cletus can't caddy for me after the first. You round can play around without a caddy, can't you? Well, sure I can, but it's just fun to have Cletus there. Tim, you said it would be a bracket for you, for Iggy, for Plowboy, and for Jackson, but shouldn't KG have his own bracket since he's a full-time employee? That's from the outside. I would think so. Oh, man. (laughs) KG can have my bracket. I'll play in somebody's bracket. (laughs) I bet he can hit the ball a long way. I think he, he, I I saw his number post. It wasn't at a 13 and a half, 12 uh, and a half? 15, I believe. 15, okay. KG in O-Town says you had Anna caddying that day, Iggy. Yeah. All right. That's a girl who's absolutely expressionless. Didn't she look through everybody's soul? She <laughs> did. Is that a statue? No, it's a girl. Oh, and I owe her 40 bucks? I mean, somehow this is still going on after, what, four years? Or yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't stone-faced. You guys are all giving her a bad name. Anna's great, too. Like, yeah, I've met her several times in Normandy. Mm. Good people. Uh, Mr. Lick says, based on Jackson's swing in the Nagel video, a 10.7 handicap is impressive. That's from Mr. Licks. I'm bullish on Jackson. I yeah, he's he keeps bringing this up. This, he keeps bringing up the first hole where I, I absolutely pounded one right nothing. down Main Street. Absolutely nothing. I was the only one who put us in the fairway on this. Yeah. I don't even know what Licks' handicap is. I don't appreciate is, that, Jackson, as you know, that once we were in the fairway, I took a different That's line. fair. That's fair. <laughs> But I did hit a great drive on one. He's like, oh, you hit it 60 yards right. We cannot see you. Perf- Jackson's drive was perfect. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> this kind of got under your skin, didn't it? He's kind of hit a raw nerve there. How about KG's Joker video this weekend? Absolute fire. That's also from Mr. Licks. What was KG's Joker video? I, I didn't see that. 
I didn't see it. I don't know what we got going on here. Is this a TikTok? I was not on the fan page that much. Well, I was on TikTok this weekend. I am telling you. My God. Doug, I hope they don't take it away because I really am addicted to it. Yeah, I've gone from I'd... being totally anti-TikTok What to... do you enjoy about it? Oh, just the ass. Yeah, there's a lot of it. God almighty. But then I love uh, entrepreneurial golf stuff. Uh, like, look at that. I mean, it's just... I mean, I just, I can't get enough. I didn't realize there's so many beautiful women out there. Yeah, there's a couple that I follow. And not um, like the Instagram Brio face thing. No, like you know? Haley, I think it's Haley Armand. Doug, Haley Joel Osmond saw dead people. I, I don't uh, know. She does, she always wears a Boston Red Sox hat. She's a golfer and she'll, you know, play against different people, holes, you know, things like that. Um, there's another girl out there that does, watch me play this par four in Arizona and she hits shots and... And then I like the fart ones. What? Excuse me? I like cookies. What was that? Yeah, his name's Derek. He's he just somebody films him walking by people and just Okay, oh, <laughs> we don't need the sound effect. I forgot we don't he need liked it. the fart humor. He goes, I forgot oh, about that. Buttered my biscuit. And he's and just the camera follows the people and just to watch them laughing hysterically after he farts by him. I don't know, I gotta kick classy, out of those. Classy. Sure. <laughs> Highbrow, classy human. I'm trying just, to <laughs> intellectual. I think I shared it on my story, and I said, "I don't care how old you are, farting never get is not going to not be funny. It's <laughs> always going to be funny." It's <laughs> a laugh track right there. Boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, why don't you do some of those videos of your own? I was thinking about getting Jackson to. Um, I got to find out where you Jackson, buy. Jackson, get on this. <laughs> well, I got to find out where you. To me, I got to find out. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> asked you yet. I was just thinking about it. I don't know where you buy the the fake fart things, you know, because I don't fake it. I don't want to do this. No, obviously he's got it in his pocket. Oh, you can buy it at Spencer's. Okay, we don't Uh, need this. This is the lowest form of comedy. It is, but you could be like hiding out in the uh, conference room right here, and I'll be around the corner. And when I see like somebody from the station walking this way, I walk by him and stop with the sound effect. This is huge. Hard pass. Jackson can film while it's going on. Did you think that might be your last day working here if you were to do that? No, I would ask them. Do you mind if we do this? going to be funny content. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Isn't well, they're not going to know until after we do it. And uh, then after we do it, say, hey, it was a joke. <laughs> this is a fake thing. Do you mind if we use this on? And they're walking you to HR. Hey, right. hey. Just yeah, do you know what yeah. he's doing now? <laughs> I'm in. Flyhawking courtroom. I'm fine with it. I'm just thinking of content. <sighs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's simple comedy for a simple man. That's from Levy Wade. <laughs> Ken's tapped into the fart fetish crowd on TikTok. Good for him. That's from mm. uh, Malagra Tequila Lister of the Month, month of March 2023. Brian Henshin, and also a show ombudsman and Colts yeah. beat writer. Okay. Have to find this guy. Well, we good, don't need to. Good hear morning, it. people who laugh at farts are massive Hoosiers. That's from Turfus Parish. Run, virgin, run. You do not want to be involved in the latest look-at-me move by the wrinkled hijacker because it will involve him farting in your mouth. Oh. And end with management responding with a, nah, we good. <laughs> That's also Milagro Tequila, mm. March 2023 winner, hey, Brian Henson. Go off, King. <sighs> Go off, King. Doug, uh, Green Envy might be the king of lawn care. I can't believe how good my lawn looks. And I know you got Have you got it treated yet? I, I, Mar- yes, Mar- they were out last week. How's it? Last week. Well, it probably hasn't started to take yet. But, uh, my God, they are impressive. Green Envy. Doug and I are both working with them. Right. When you sign up for their services, they come out six. I think I've got seven times they're going to come out. 
and and hit your your lawn with the the weed killer, the crabgrass yep. killer, the a little bit of seed and the fertilizer, everything at just the right time so that your lawn looks great. The people next door to you are going to be green with envy because you've got green envy to take care of your yard. Weeds uh, are are a problem everywhere, especially that crabgrass. Now is the time of year to get that taken care get of that. with a massive amount of rain, moisture we've had. It's sure to wake up even the oldest crabgrass seeds. Crabgrass can lay there dormant until conditions are right for up to 15 years. So get that taken care of. Green Envy deploys a special crabgrass preventer. That's a trade secret. We can't name it. That's what keeps the the weed at bay and keeps it from taking over your yard. And their service professionals are commercially licensed applicators are certified by the Missouri Department of Agriculture. These guys know what they are doing, and they can do everything it takes to make your your yard look absolutely fantastic, as they've done with mine. There it is. Green Envy is who both Doug and I use. 636-757-1600. Uh, they are open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, so you can call there right now and sign up. People have asked us how we get this uh, yard that we both rave about. Well, we make sure that we get it treated, and Green Envy is the company that we are using, 636-757-1600, 636-757-1600. It is Green Envy. Tommy Sabulka with VIP Auto Accessories. VIP does graphic wraps, vehicle wraps. Uh, wide format printing such as banners, storefront signage, walls, floors, etc. Anything with graphics, Tommy and VIP can do it for you. They are your one-stop shop. Design, production, installation. VIP gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street ready, fast and personalized for your company's needs. It's upfitting. They know that every day your vehicle is not ready, street ready. It is lost Revenue, fleet vehicles, signage, graphics, and design. VIP does it all in-house for your business. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy Sabulka and his staff. VIP Auto Accessories. Make sure you're working with Tommy Sabulka and his staff at VIP Auto Accessories. And Tommy wants you to reach out to him directly. 314-428-3900, or you can email them at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. And think about it. Doug, let me be your lawn guy. I can hit you with my seed. Mm. Fuelsy. I've got a lawn guy. That's green envy. Thank you. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, I shot a tidy little 108 at the Legends yesterday, so I'm ready to play about 10 holes on April 30th. Also, I have never played a full round completely sober. Do people drink? And am I the only MFer who has to work and can't play golf that much? That's from Steve, and he's in Wildwood. Oh, I didn't think he was working much at all. Well, we're going to be drinking. How much do you have to work as as, as an appraisal? How how much do you have to work? Give me a couple comps. All right, I'll average the, the comps. There, there's your appraisal. Now let's go golfing. It would be funny if he had a Stephen Wildwood like aerial appraisal drone to where he didn't mm. even have to leave his house. He would just fly the drone in neighborhoods, look at the comps, right. look at the look at the area, and go, "Okay, yeah, that's enough." So Ride I need, yeah. Uh, Jackson, how uh, excited are you for uh, tonight's San Diego State UConn game? Well, I'm very excited. Did you yeah. notice that high pitch right at the beginning? I did. Really? Fire yeah. a bet at the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I I like the way UConn plays, but I think San Diego State could possibly uh, ruin the party for them. Well, they are a four and a five, right? They're, yeah, yeah, they're it's, fairly they're, close. Has UConn had a close game yet? They've been dominating this. They've been whooping. They've been whooping ass. But San Diego State plays a team. Plays a, a real fun style of basketball that I'm looking forward to seeing how that matches up with UConn. Is pretty solid everywhere on the court. Anchored by their two just massive human beings they have down low. Which team is better at free flows? 
Uh, both have been shooting. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have I'd an just say San Diego State. That is less important than the two guys over seven feet tall they have down low for UConn. It feels like it is minus seven and a half. Yeah, it feels like a blowout's coming. Eight. No, I wouldn't. I don't think it. Would be. You're going to take the Aztecs in the seven and a half. Well, I bet on San Diego State after the Elite Eight to win it at plus three seventy five. Ooh, so I have, nice. I have rooting interest in the Aztecs. Good for you. Look at this guy. But because um, I figured that they could cruise past FAU. Obviously, they didn't cruise past them, but they did win, and. Uh, now they just got to play a hard 40 minutes of basketball against UConn. Doug, we were both pulling for the Owls, weren't we? Yeah, sure was. I'm really happy to see that uh, there's more parity, apparently, than ever in college basketball now, despite the, the worries when the transfer portal came into, came into being. And yet, at the same time, it's not quite as interesting when it's not Duke against Kansas or somebody like that in the final. Yeah, I, see, I, I, I would disagree factually because last year you had North Carolina, Duke, Villanova, and Kansas, and I would make the case that those are four of the bluest of blue bloods, and now you have new information and prisoner of the moment takes. So like, oh, parody's great. Yeah, but, I like parody. But, 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 but this is a one-off because you had Duke, Villanova, Kansas, and North Carolina, albeit North Carolina was an eighth seed last year. Um, but this, my issue with the Final Four, my this is just my issue in general with college basketball, is the regular season is just as irrelevant as can be. And that's what I don't like about it. What, I don't care what the schools are. You have teams that perform for five months, and then they have 40 minutes, and then that's it. But, hey, that's the game, and, that's the, and people love the tournament, so I'm in the minority on it. I recognize that. But, uh, you know... If Florida Atlantic or San Diego State is in the national championship game, I don't think that that necessarily rewards how you played in November, December, January, February, and in March. But as we see more and more sports increasing the playoff field, the regular season is diminished, and I recognize that is for revenue purposes. So, hey, I get it. Personally, I don't like it from an integrity of regular season standpoint, which is why I grew up not being a big NHL fan when four of the five teams in the Norris division went to the playoffs, and I go, what the hell's the point of this regular season? No. You know what I mean? No, no star power in this uh, Final Four either. I think that's a big difference, and you see the complete opposites of that in the women's side with I Caitlin think more Clark. people were interested in watching the I women's championship game second. than they were in watching 100%. tonight's game. Because mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark, and then you go down with South Carolina, they got uh, you know, Raven Johnson, Elia Boston, LSU as uh, Angel Reese. There's like a ton of stars in the women's side, especially anchored by Caitlin Clark, who's in Incredible, and people are fired up watching that. With the men's Final Four, good teams, don't get me wrong, and some cool Cinderella stories, but no real star power. No one who's going to be a lottery pick in the NBA draft. It's just not the same. And much of the uh, social media chatter yesterday was about the gestures that the girls were giving each other. Yeah, that's lame uh, hack talk is what I just Oh, what do you got? What do you mean by lame hack talk, It's what all people want. it is a perfect thing to talk about. I would imagine Stephen A. Smith and Chris Russo will be screaming (laughs) about it. And Shannon Sharp and Skirp goes, it's it's perfect because it's got race. And it's yeah. it's got every it's all your magical little elements of yeah, the whole it's thing too. All hack. Just celebrate people winning a championship. If you win, you can do whatever you want. You can make gestures. It doesn't matter. No, that's that's not right. Oh, absolutely. If what you about if sportsmanship. You, oh, come. It, it's playing into the crowd. It's having fun. They're kids. Let them have fun. Let them gesture at each other. Should, Let them get fired up. There should be respect, right, at all times. Not just, it, you can be respectful. The and, tournament. No, I I think it's that. I think. Talk your s is what I would say. If you're winning, talk your s and and do what you want to do. I, you can claim it's lack of class or whatever, but it's I, I disagree. I think winning is is winning, and if you you want uh, gesture at people, God bless. Oh, I, I disagree with that completely. 
I think there's always a time to just to be a decent human again. It's not indecent to do that. It's not indecent at all. And they both well, did it, one of which was... I know they did. They should, no one should ever do it. You should never taunt opponents on a basketball court. There's no room for that. When did that get to be okay? I thought it was awesome. I thought the coach was should have had about three technicals that the game. The delightful Kim She's one of the worst humans. I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, no, we're doing a tournament of worst what humans. But she I hate her. She's a dangerous she one pushing, in the West. I don't like Kim Mulkey, but I wouldn't say she's one she's of the worst pushing humans. pushing refs. She's actually, who are your on the floor. Isn't her son on Give me a the, minute. the Cardinals? Kramer Robertson. Kramer Robertson. Yes. Oh, oops. Sorry. Sorry, Kramer. <laughs> I just don't think the there's ever. Anyway, so, it's never yeah. really right to trash talk and disrespect an opponent. When but you follow the. Okay? My, my thing is, you follow the coach's lead and look at how just immature and ridiculous she was on the sideline. That was embarrassing, man. I Win a national title, do, do all that, take a nine win team and do a national contender. But how she acts on the sideline, man, no integrity. It's embarrassing as hell to watch. It was fun to watch, but she is an absolute clown show. And that's her player takes suit. You like what she wears? <laughs> See, that's a, it's all look at me crap, man. No, I'm not I'm not. What does she wear? Her. Oh, wild clothes. It was like oh, a tiger. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it's like it was, feather stuff on it there. It was like a tiger suit kind of yeah. thing. It was, uh, it was interesting. I, I'm just not a Kim Mulkey fan. And Doug, I like, I hear what you're saying. Like, when, when, like, Actic, you've been there before and all this. But when in the heat of the moment, adrenaline's going a thousand miles per hour, you just are about to win the national championship. I kind of give a little bit of grace to those who are just like, I'm going to talk my, my ass. And it was like, and, ESPN posts all the stuff when Caitlin Clark goes nuts, but when someone else does it, then it's a problem. And I get that point, too. I don't think it's necessarily the same because Caitlin Clark isn't necessarily taunting other players. She's just getting the crowd into it. But I still think that there's room for that because it, it's the reason you play the game is to, is to win. And so if you're going to win, do it how you want. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, it, it, it's fine if it's a WWE. That's part of the show. But if it's in sports like this, I think I think sportsmanship still counts for something. For no matter who does it, no matter when they do it, it's not that hard to behave yourself. It, it really isn't. Guys, yesterday was the perfect microcosm of the Twitter dumpster fire. <laughs> Take Smiths had their torches ready on all sides. The pious quote respect the game advocates. <laughs> the race baiters. The quote both sides sanctimonious crowd. Every person with a strong opinion on a twenty-year-old girl winning a national title sucks ass. That's oh, from Little God. Tommy Tribbins. Ah. Doug, he's angry in the parking lot. Yes. Dude, what Dave Portnoy did yesterday? Doug, Dave Portnoy was, yesterday was bad. It, it's bad, man. Like well, what? Did, what did he do? You have to he tell loves Caitlin Clark and hates LSU and hates the. So he was one-sided on the issue and actually. Tw- Tweeted, um, you're a POS, but actually used the words, I think, towards a 20-year-old female who did it. Like, he went way overboard, way over the top. Like, it was, for a, for an owner of the company or whatever he is now at Barstool, that was, yeah. even for me, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> dude, stop. Well, he's got to do that so you talk about it today. It was So bad. everyone else talks about no, it. No, it wasn't like hot takes. It was like, wow, he's going directly at a female. A, a, a female student athlete and it was crazy um so yeah i there were takes miss out there i avoided all of that <laughs> Did you? i know when to snipe and that day was not sniping what's day. your most recent tweet because the cardinals are hitting so that's a problem Oh, I forgot what my... I don't know what I've tweeted out there. See, I you still got the drink with I need to switch it. I need to switch it. I've been, I've been lazy with my... Oh, you got a uh, picture of me and Henshin. Oh, that's the retweet yeah, from the TMS account. All right, see so what we got. Oh, then there's a clip... 
Well, you've been kind of you've been kind of dormant, Plowhawk. Very much so. I, I, I like to snipe <laughs> on occasion, but certainly those types of issues that run into on Twitter, I, I just I have no time for that. We got Stephen Matt starting tonight, so you could be. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I got I mean, Trump. I already have a couple of Stephen Matt like tweets like in the drafts. You know, so I can just go to him an instant, you know, tweet. Got a couple that he's going to get blown up in the first inning. And so I'm ready for a preemptive strike on the Stephen I got to tell you something. I'll give you something here that probably puts me in line with the Plowhawk. We're usually not on the same side of perspective on things. But from an entertainment standpoint, I I have a feeling you're going to agree with me on this. You're probably going to disagree. Um, But my... Entertainment. I, I won't be polling per se for a live golfer, but from an entertainment standpoint, if a live golfer were to win the Masters this week, it would be entertainment exponential mm-hmm. overload. I want Phil and DJ in the final pairing on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm that you guy. Might be, you might be able to get the ladder. Yeah. Phil somehow is yeah. there. God bless. I mean, the press conference are going to be gold. I mean, I, I realize my interest in this is more than maybe not this audience. Certainly down the hallway, um, but. Uh, the 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 live PGA thing, but if you had a live golfer win it, and Kepka won yesterday, and he says he's healthy, I don't know, he's so all over the map with stuff. But if Kepka won it, especially if it were Kepka, and he's such an unapologetic, you know, I take your pick of whatever noun you'd want to use, that would be something else. I think I'm gonna name a guy, and he I think got third in that event. And if P. Reed gets involved, oh, could oh, you Reed imagine man. if Preed gets on his second jacket? Yeah, awesome. I mean, he is like despised even more so now than even what he was four or five years ago with all the allegations. Dude, it that would blow up. Like, could you imagine him putting on the jacket? Like, oh, I just could not imagine the reaction. You may have the numbers already. I'm looking forward to sitting down today and kind of mapping out my team. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a nice little Monday. But it? I'd be curious to see. Uh, as far as DraftKings goes, the price of like a DJ, a Kepka who won yesterday. That information is uh, out there. I can give it to you. And by the way, uh, Jackson, who I teased the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, who shipped it this week? All right. Not so me. we, uh, Iggy's roster, unfortunately, uh, Ryan Fox, he shot six over, so he didn't make the cut. But he had five make the cut. Oh, wow. 340 okay. points. Uh, then Doug also had five guys make the nice, cut. Nice, 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 Doug. Did but, I pick uh, the winner again? He, he did, in fact, have Corey Connors. Ah, Two out of three God. weeks, I picked the winner out of and the box. And Doug finishes with 429 and a half points, winning this week and cashing $8. Oh! I did it for the kids. I you did it for the children. finally made some money. Oh! I believe that's the third time he's made money this year. No, yeah. the third time we've made money. I think I've made money twice. No, I don't know about so that. So what? Now Iggy's only up one or two? Yeah, what are, what are the, what's the record? Yeah, Iggy's only, let me get the uh, scorecard up here, but I believe Iggy's only up one. Nice, Doug, and yeah. you're a master Well, you guy. noticed Doug yeah. only I, was, I thought this was a game of skill, now I'm wondering. No, so well, luck. you win the weeks that it's a crap field. Right, I win the weeks you don't win, so it makes it a crap no, field. No, you win the crap crap events. I think I've won every designated event. What, what are they calling it now? Are they calling it designated event or elevated event? I think I've, I've won every one of them. You haven't. Doug is down five to six, uh, and then the don't month, say five to six. Say six to five. I'm just reading it as I see it. Okay. Uh, and then Iggy has made thirty-eight dollars. Doug has made sixteen. Yeah, there you go. Double Joe. But you've won every event that matters, right? I think I've I've sure. won every elevated event. You won all the crap events. Where are the elevated events? Give list them to me, and I can tell oh, you I if that's know. true. Yeah, that's well, just whatever I've won. Excrement. 
Whatever but I Doug believe. is a key in the majors. Remember, I think three or four last year. Yeah, Doug, year? You, you you rise to the occasion in the majors. Mm-hmm. What do you do differently in the majors? <laughs> close my eyes, close my eyes, and pull a name out. I, I picked two of the last three winners. Connor, if you pick events. the winner of the whole crap thing events. out of about of 150, you ought to automatically win the week. Yeah, crap events. So what if it's a crap event? You're telling Corey Connors that's a crap event? Yeah. He just won at one point. Sure what? One point six million? Ah, it's a crap event. That money won't spend. But look at the field. That's what I'm talking so about. So what? That's that's who's playing. Well, I sound like Napoleon Dynamite. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Um, yeah, but but, <laughs> but look at. I I think Benny Yan was like the sixth highest priced player. Well, then it ought to be easier for you to pick a decent. No, score why on. would it be easier for me when it's all crap? Because there's only it's not all crap. Not all the players all right, are through, crap. Go through the leaderboard. Name some of those names. I'm just saying, if you want to compare Kepka. Three-day event in Orlando, one four million. Played against forty-eight players. Corey Connors, one point six million. Four-day event. I'm just saying, not every week is going to be like that. But Liv had a good audience, though. It looked like the only thing that I would try to do something different. Did you watch as well? I I watched. Yeah, I watched a little bit. The music just. It blares all the time. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little clubby for me. I get it. I, I kind of like a little tradition. I mean, take the microphone off of eighteen. I mean, it's play. <laughs> all right, let's go to hole twelve. Boom, 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 boom. Turn it off. It is. There are. It's getting annoying. The music. Yeah, they they need to change a little bit of that. The, the viewer, I thought, like watching it, I think is nice. The CW, their, their interface, they kind of have yeah, I think have it going on. They have it was a, good, a nice broadcast. If the if the live tour should die. In a year, two, three mm-hmm. years, will those players be able to come back to no the PGA way. Tour, or are they just out forever? No way would they ever let them back. And that would be a perfect time to shun them for good, is when they have nowhere else to go. I would think that they are they would be done. Well, they'd still be able to play in the majors, though, right? Some I don't know what the stipulation is with the World Golf If they qualify for the well, majors. The litigation's going on this year, and that's going mm. to play a role in determining things. Uh, boy, the pricing is soft AF, Doug. The pricing soft AF at the Masties. Uh, DJ, uh, Iggy, you want to fire a bullet at what you think his uh, price point is? Uh, I'll say 81. Oh, okay. 8,800. Really? Sungjae is uh, 8,100. Zalatoris, 8,200. Fitzpatrick's 8,000. Corey Connors is going to be chalky as all get out at 7,600. Kepka's 7,600. Jeez, that ain't going to be. He's going to be owned by like 30% of the field. Uh, let's see. Siwoo shaking that ass. 7,400 right behind Tiger Woods. 7,300. Iggy, you could go top heavy and get two studs. That's why usually the chalky lineups win because the pricing's soft at, at the Masters. Scheffler's 11 1. He's the highest priced. Rom 10 8. Rory 10 6. And then a big drop off. To 9,800. Who do you think that is? Who do you think that we is? We have initials, please. I don't want to give those away because I think you might get it JT? Without. No, I'm sorry. JT, JT's having a little struggle yeah. so far. Lee Trevino? Not this year. He is not going to play this year. He's going to oh. focus on the fan page club channel. How many people in front of him? Four? Uh, uh, you have Scheffler, Rahm, McElroy, 11-1, 10-8, 10-6. Lee. No, he's well down at 9,000. Cam so Young, is he even in the event? I don't oh, I don't know. Cam Young, so absolutely. He's 8,600. He'll be a, yeah, that's a nice that's play a nice. at 8,600. It wouldn't yeah. be Cam Smith, would it? It's Cam Smith. Really? Yeah, baby. 
Spieth, 9,700. Cantlay, 9,500. And then you get to Thomas. Max Homa, 9,200. I, like, I wouldn't mind throwing some money on Max Homa. I saw where DeChambeau said that he can get to every par 5 and 2. <laughs> and so the par for him should be 68. He said that like three years ago. Is he yeah. saying it again? I just I saw the meme. complaining about Tiger not saw, texting him happy birthday last week. <laughs> I saw the meme uh, today, so um, it made me think he just said it. Man, Cam Young at 86 has me intrigued. I love me some Cam Young. Doug, there's some value page. out there. Oh. There's some real value out there. You like him because he looks kind of like you? No, we Cam Young. Oh, Cam Young looked like he's like 40 and he's 25. <laughs> I love who's that the guy. guy who's the, is it Cam Smith, the one that looks Cam like, Smith, I guess, would kind of. Yeah, he's Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he actually one that reminded me of you. He <laughs> kind of had the mullet and it was. I love Cam Smith. Yeah. Uh, Iggy, the guy you think is cute, Minwoo Lee, plus 8,000. Woo, woo, oh. woo. Kenny, woo. Yeah, that is the same number as Tiger Woods. He finished 14th last year here. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was better than that. The Masters. I think 14th. Cam yeah, Young is plus 2,500. Maximilian's plus 2,500 as well. Those would be my kind of, I mean, I know they're not off the, you know, radar guys. But now, Maximilian used to be the chef at Fairmont Park. Oh, yeah. yeah. You talking home? the name of that Black room? Stallion room. Are you talking Homa? Yes. Yeah. See, Max, Maximilian's yeah, got cooked up. Okay. I gotta look <clears throat> at past performances because there's a couple of guys that kind of surprised me that I forgot who they were, but there were a couple guys that just <laughs> well I looked it up and then I forgot. I'll look it up today and I'll write it down. But there were a couple of guys that looked God, this guy hasn't Bob, had this, guy, yeah. this guy's had one top twenty in his nine appearances here. You know, so you kinda of think God has had what one? Like one top twenty in nine appearances. Um, I forgot who it was, but you got to look at some of those guys and think, Oh, he's playing well, but yeah, he's never done anything here. You're, I think you are thinking of Jason Day. Jason Day has not played well recently there, but uh, he has been playing, I think you could say, next to the, the three obvious ones, the best golf of anybody. Yeah, what's he at, low 8,000s? Uh, he is at 8,700. How's the weather at Augusta? I think it's that gonna be crap. should it be sucks, an issue man. with who you put I was watching well. that drive, chip, and putt yesterday. Again, yeah, my too. social life is a pony. Uh, and uh, well, there was a guy that when I would practice at PGA National, he was hitting like 40-yard bunker shots. And, you know, it's under the short game area, so it's not like it's a big green. And so these balls are coming, but they're going right at the pin. And these are 40-yard bunker shots. some of the toughest shots in the game. It doesn't really matter who you are. And then his dad's on the green. The kid's 13. And he goes, don't worry, he's not going to hit you. And I go, okay. I go, does he keep an index? He goes, yeah, he's a plus three. And I go, okay. Well, sure enough, Luke Parsons. And I was watching him yesterday because he was at Augusta National. I think it was like his third time in the drive, chip, and putt. So little different operation and, he, and then the next day he was working with john rom's instructor on, <laughs> on the back of the range so uh what a power move though oh don't worry it's not gonna hit you. yeah I'm like yeah. what a power move that <laughs> is man. and let me i, I enjoyed watching that because it's it's, it's kind of cool to see the kids out there uh getting to be at augusta and do that but one thing i would do is, is, is i don't know you're watching too much golf on tv and emulating these people i saw the seven and nine year old girls doing the aim point Doug, you're unhappy with the seven to nine year old girls at the drive chip and there butt was a doing seven year old. What's the aim point? It's where you walk and you hold I'm your pissed hands off now. Like I mean, there's one. What's that supposed to do for you? I have no clue. Send out a tweet about the aim point. I still don't understand. As they as they approach the green, they hold their fingers up. It's it's how they're they're lining up a putt and how they're reading a green. I don't get it. It has something to do with your feet and then this, but they're all doing it now. Well, stop it. But this seven year old girl was did it three times. No, 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 no. And then hit it. Eight feet right of what she was looking for. You can't read the putt. So quit doing that. Yeah, stop it. 
talk to your daughter, your yeah. son. Look, you can't read the putt. You're seven years Doug, old. Doug, tell quit, Greg Vaughn to stop doing no, the. Quit point. doing the same point. Thing. You let the second grade girl know it. And then, Imagine and then she missed terms. And, and then and have a little, you know. She she missed and went running right by Condoleezza Rice. Didn't even shake her hand. Just went storming by. I'm her. sure she knew. Who, wouldn't know who oh, wow. Condoleezza Rice is. And you're, she's seven Condoleezza Rice is greeting everybody as they come off the green. Wow, I didn't see this take coming today. This is I, I'm turning. This is one of the hottest takes. It's I've just seen it's just the power of TV. I say it all the time. You watch Little League World Series. They're all stepping out and fixing their gloves and just you know tipping their and coming out again. You're watching too much TV. Oh. You shouldn't be aim pointing when you're seven years old. Oh, or dissing Condi. <laughs> then you get to the dissing Condi. That's right. You dissed her too. Oh mm. uh, well, they're not happy about this take. <laughs> I started by saying I'm so happy for the kids they got to go to Augusta. Uh, who cares? What else are you fitting to complain about, Karen? That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Mm. I'm personally shocked. Diggy was focused on the seven year old girls. That's Mario Pandolfo. Well, that was Doug, one of the age groups that were chipping and putting. Fire hydrant mad the six-year-old doesn't have perfect decorum. That's from the 636. Just like getting Frank on the golf course. course. You're an 18 handicap. Sit down. That's from Scissor Me Timber. I don't, I don't aim point when I'm reading a green. Well, maybe you should. No. <laughs> Just tuning in. Why, again, is Iggy upset with 12-year-old children? Not That's 12. Seven. <laughs> That's even worse. You can't read a putt. Almost of my son. Yeah, you can't read a putt when you're seven. Accountable. More or less, aim point. He's he's whipping his ween out whatever Mm -hmm. tree we walk by anytime he has to piss. You know, I mean, he's not going to know who Condi Rice is. No, unless he's really well versed. No, but you see everybody shaking their hand when you walk off the green. This is a first or second grader. I don't know. She was seven. <laughs> That's the first or second grader. Right I don't know. I just... Good for you, Iggy. Trash those kids. That's from DJ. I'm sorry. I like the take. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm not trashing them. I'm saying don't do that. It's seven years old. You can't read the pot. <sighs> well... I haven't watched it yet, so maybe I guess I'll go back. And I'm watching this putt all day. It's 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 a right to lefter and aim point, aim point, aim point. And then she hits it nine feet right. It's it's not it's going the other way. Yeah. So you obviously can't read it. It's too bad she's not here. You could just rip her in person. I think we need a name. I think we need mm-hmm. a name. So we can just go watch the replay. Out. Go watch the replay. I'm sure it's up there. <laughs> Iggy, did you see any of these six-year-olds take their cart and ruin the greens in fairway? Thanks. That's from the three and four. <laughs> now they're walking. Oh. <laughs> and the one girl was honest when she said, uh, uh, your mom is usually coming to these things with you. Your dad's here today. Because yeah, he wanted TV time, so he told my mom, "You're out." <laughs> I love the honesty. When I worked in Miami, they had a uh, par three tournament for little kids there, right before the Doral Open, and it was uh, the best, really, little kids in the in the world, I guess, playing in this par three. They would come in knickers and then these, you know, the newsboy hats and then lining up putts, and they were like five, six. It was the funniest darn thing you've seen, and they hit the ball really well, of course. Tribute to Payne Stewart. Yeah, yeah. It was always a fun event. I mean, we were, again, I always bring this up when we were at that Airbnb a few years back when we were in Florida, and we were kind of on that fairway of whatever hole it was on one, mm-hmm. of the, uh, one of the courses was. And you would see eight- or nine-year-old kids with their dads just putting in, chipping and putting from the ground. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. He's throwing balls, like, in their line of sight, and they're like, it is crazy how good and young yeah. some of the kids are. It's insane. They grow up quick and they know how to bomb them. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Practice round uh, right now at Augusta National. Doug, Tom Kim is joining Tiger, Rory, and Fred Couples. So if you're interested in uh, what's going on at Augusta National, uh, it's uh, it'll be a perfect time to hear from Andy Hanselman when we come back to close out the appliances. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. change the lyrics? Uh, if you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full. Of GE Appliances and other major brands ready for delivery, shop online at theappliancediscounters.com, where pricing has been adjusted to beat the competition. You want to get your game in peak form? I mean, we are now 27 days away from the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. I think short game is going to determine who wins it this year. Chris Heck's short game complements that distance. That's the thing. He's not just a bomber. He's not Cam Champ. He's got the short game to back it up, and that's exciting to watch for people right now with what he's out there doing, this Chris Heck. I told you what I'm going to do today. Oh, what are you doing? Well, I think I'm going to play tomorrow with Cletus, but today I think I'm just going to go out to family golf and go to the short game. Area. Might see you there. Nice. Just putt around and uh, hit some short chips and get my game back and Well, it'll never be good, but... Get it back in working order. What's the best round you've ever shot? Good question. 72. Oh, really? Where was this? Wow. Spencer T. How long ago? Really? Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I was in my 20s. I used to be good. Oh, yeah. Big hitter, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I just... Is 72 even there? Uh, I shot one over, and I thought it was 71. Okay. So if it was 72, then I shot 73. Well, you talk about, you know, chipping and putting and that being the key in this event. How many listeners have gotten their, you know, celebrity greens? That's and, the mean, plow hawk guiding <laughs> us back to the live room. Well, I, I figured nice you could put that's one That's exactly there. what it was. John Rahm and Max Homa have these in their backyards. It's celebrity greens called Clubhouse Turf. St. Louis is an exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens and Golf Digest. Best in golf and start improving your game today. The number is 314-834-2339. Check it out for yourself at Clubhouse Turf. Dot com. They can design just the green or an entire replica of your favorite par 3. They can replicate your favorite hole from your country club. Fully customizable layouts from the design all the way down to the speed of the green. They offer monthly maintenance and can adjust the speed of the green regularly for you. Let them know TMA sent you. It is Clubhouse Turf. What a perfect way. You can hit the ball far all day long, but if you can't get up and down and you can't putt, it's not going to mean anything. You're just going to be the guy who can hit the ball a long way and can't score. Get it going with Celebrity Greens and Clubhouse Turf. And oh, Bill, oh, Bill, Andrea's Barbecue Sauce, Andrea's Steak Sauce, Andrea's Restaurant, Andrea's Derby Day Festivities, Saturday, May 6th, Andrea's, Andrea's, Andrea's. Oh, Doug. I had the barbecue sauce last night. How was yeah, it? I had the steak sauce. Delicious. I barbecued some burgers. Uh, I think maybe that was Thursday. I talked about that on the air, and I put that steak sauce. I might do that again. The weather is so damn nice. Uh, it's so good. It's Andrea's. You can get it at Andrea's.com. You can see the menu for the steakhouse at Andrea's.com. You get that steak sauce and the barbecue sauce at Andrea's.com. Or... In Schnucks or Deerbergs. And coming up on Saturday, May 6th at 4.30 p.m., their Kentucky Derby Social. Uh, it's going to be a pony. Derby Day attire is what's uh, recommended for the festivities. And you can purchase your tickets at Andreas.com. Come out there and have a pony with Max and Rebecca. Send your emails in for our designer heating and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Somebody new uh, could win the month of April after Ghost Rider to the Stars. 
won the month of March. Plus, we have the Milagro Tequila, listener of the month at TMASTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.